Hey friends, and welcome to You Deserve to Love Your Job with me, Arlene Pace Green. My goal is to help you identify and achieve your greatest aspirations and have a lot of fun along the way. I'm so glad you've joined me on this journey. Let's go. What's up, friends, and welcome to this episode of You Deserve to Love Your Job. You are in for a treat. This interview you're going to hear is with my sister, Rosetta Taylor. She's a book publisher with Conqueror Productions, and she's the one who helped me publish my book. So in this episode, we get into all the things, the connection between writing your book and finding your purpose, the mechanics of writing your book, what's different between writing and the publishing process, and how to overcome things like writer's block. So sit back, listen, and enjoy. All right. Hi, everyone. We are glad to be back by popular demand with my sister to talk about publishing your book, finding your purpose, and how it really works. So I'm excited to be with my sister, Rosetta Taylor. She has a business, Conqueror Productions. They helped me publish my book and work with a lot of authors and getting their books written and published. So we're going to jump into the conversation and we definitely want your questions. I thought I'd start with just a general question around what do you think are some possible connections between finding your purpose and writing a book? Arlene, let me just say this first. I am so excited to be back. This is one of the most important things to me to be able to just sit down and have conversations about publishing. Mm -hmm. I think that publishing scares a lot of people. So forums like this gives them the opportunity to just kind of ask questions and listen to the feedback. But to your point, is there a connection and what is the connection between the desire to write or publish a book and finding your purpose? I say that word is passion mm. because really with both comes passion and truly believing for me that this is what God would have me to do. So mm. my passion kind of leads me. And even in writing my own books, I found that I was writing about things that I was passionate about. A lot of times people keep journals. And what are they writing about? Things they're passionate about. So I think that passion would be an absolute dead ringer for writing books. Yeah, that makes sense, actually, because I think about how much time it takes to write a book. And I think you said this to me one time. You were like, make sure you write about something you really like because (laughs) it'll test how much you like that topic. You know, two weeks in, two months in, six months in, a year into writing about something. If it's not something you are really passionate about, and it's probably not tied to your purpose in some way, you probably figure that out in the writing process because eventually you probably put it to the side and think, uh, no, (laughs) I'm not going to be spending my time doing this work um, unless it's something really important to you. That's right. And a lot of people get diverted. They'll start writing about a certain topic. Mm -hmm. And if it's not something they're passionate about, I'll find they'll say, you know what? I think I'm going to change and write about this. Yeah. And I'm thinking, we are in the process of publishing your book. Are you sure you want to change? But it will definitely have you questioning, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? So what do you wish people knew? This is a question. What do you wish people knew, authors knew, about either writing or publishing when they're starting? Like, what's something you think an, a new author uh, might want to know about the writing or publishing process? I think a lot of authors are in romanticize writing a book. Mm. And I think a lot of them think, oh, today I'm going to think about writing a book and next month it'll be published. Oh, But that's not how that works. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of different steps to writing a book. 
And sometimes books take a year to get done. And with the pandemic, it took a couple of years for some books to get completed. Some uh, books? Well, <laughs> certainly your book. <laughs> okay, you're right, well, you're right. <laughs> yeah, but it does, it takes time. And if you lose the passion to work on your book, mm-hmm. then you're never going to get it finished. So I think up front, people need to understand that it takes time. There are processes and what the processes are. How long could it take? If someone's editing your book, it could take anywhere from two weeks to a month, depending on who's editing it, how long the book is. And if somebody's illustrating, the artist may take whatever time they need or they feel it would take. We do ask, I know for us, approximately how long so that we can let our customers know. But it does take time. And I don't want anybody to come into the process thinking, oh my goodness, what? I don't have my book in 30 days. Yeah. I have to speak over here or, you know, my kid's birthday's over here. You got to think about a book and think, okay, this is a process and I'm going to take my time and enjoy the process. People that don't consider or know about the process often get very frustrated because they really want things done yesterday, but it takes, it definitely takes time. Um, Real quick. The other thing that I would really like to emphasize is that publishing a book is not inexpensive. A lot of people come and they think, oh, I'll pay a couple hundred dollars and she's going to publish my book or this company's going to publish my book. But that's not quite how that works either. (laughs) So hopefully when they come, we educate them on what to expect from pricing to timelines to the passion. You know, you cannot just come in here and we're going to go bing and have a book. Mm-hmm. And finally, Arlene, the thing that I wish they knew is that we cannot take your personal journal and turn it into a book for you. You know, when you come with a book, not saying we can't help you through the process, but please know that journals and notes are not a book. Mm-hmm. We have to have a little bit more in order to be able to actually get started with the publishing process. Mm-hmm. Those are the three I mean, things. I could see that because I think, I mean, I think it probably took me 18 months about, maybe more, a little over 18 months, probably just to write it. And that was like, I didn't have a definitive, you know, like I wasn't working towards a timeline necessarily at that point, because I was, I was kind of writing to see if I thought it was a book, you know, it was almost like, okay, this is something I'm passionate about. Let me start writing. I tried to create a schedule so I would write consistently, but I wasn't sure it was actually going to be a book or if it was just going to be notes for something or a pamphlet. (laughs) I wasn't sure exactly what I was going to turn into if I had enough content to say, okay, this is a book. But I mean, in doing that, it still took me 18 months to really get it all on paper and feel like it was in a place where at least all my thoughts were on there. You know, everything I could do to make it structured and make sense was done so that I could give it to someone else and they could take it from there. Um, So I agree with you. It can take a while. And I do think I learned a lot in the process. You know, it wasn't a romantic process because you're right. Because sometimes you wake up and it's like, oh gosh, I said I was going to write for these two hours. Oh, it's not what I feel like doing. (laughs) So sometimes you're kind of forcing yourself into it. But I did find once I got into it, I would enjoy it. But it does take a level of commitment to writing, you know, at a certain frequency, probably just to get it done. But it took me 18 months, which was definitely longer than I would have thought. Yeah. Yeah. So I could see that. Yeah, that's why the why is so important when mm-hmm. they get ready to write. They really have to ask themselves, 
why am I doing this? Am Mm -hmm. I passionate about this topic? Because Mm -hmm. if you're passionate and you veer away, Mm -hmm. you'll come back to that because you're passionate about it. Yeah. And uh, so I'm kind of dealing with something like that with my own life right now. It's like, okay, I keep trying to get away from reentry. It keeps coming, slapping me in the face. (laughs) I'm sure my next book will have something to do with that. With reentry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the other thing I wanted to ask you is you said it can take, like, I know it took me 18 months to write and then it took us quite a bit of time to publish often because I would make my, I would send it to you and then I'd say, Oh, oh, wait, (laughs) I'm not quite done. Like I had lots of those moments. So I think my publishing process might've been a little different than others. And I was probably taking liberties with you being my sister as well saying, Oh, wait, hold on. I'm not ready yet. But what do you think is a typical, like if someone has a book and it's, you know, they've done their best to put together their thoughts. What do you think is a kind of a typical publishing timeline? I would say six months is a really good timeline for publishing a book. The issue is your publisher is probably not going to be your editor, your illustrator. So you're kind of at the mercy of the people that work with the publisher. A lot of times people think they can get things done in a week and they tell you, oh, I'll have that done in a week. You might not get it back for another two weeks. So, you know, I think that you really have to sit down and say, okay, this is the amount of time I'm working with. And that's that. Mm -hmm. But if you pull out and go to somebody else, well, guess what? Now you got another two weeks. Mm -hmm. So the timelines and working with people who are dependable is really, really important. But I do think it would take approximately six months to really get a book out uh, Mm -hmm. from from manuscript to final cover. And Mm -hmm. that would be pretty, a pretty fast book. Pretty re- okay. Yeah. yeah. And I can see that. And, you know, to your point, those steps in the process help. Like I remember getting, you know, I took one step where I sent the book out, the version of the book out to just friends and just people who agreed to read the book readers yeah. for me. And their comments were super helpful. There were things that I thought were clear because of course I wrote it. It's clear to me. <laughs> there are right. things I thought were clear that they would say, Oh, you know, would like to know more about this or how does this connect to that? Or just lots of comments that were, are they show me what they really liked. You know, it's like, oh my God, I love this. Like, make sure you keep this. So to your point, even in that process, whether it was kind of the editor you used that gave me proofing comments or just the writers I had, the other author, the readers that I had that gave me feedback, they all helped to make it. It gave me more confidence, honestly, in the content of what would resonate with people. And it also made it a better book in the process. So I could could easily see six months. And, And Arlene, the other thing is, some authors come and it depends on the type of author. You were really invested in putting forth your best book. Mm-hmm. There are some authors that come though, that truly they want the editor to write, correct, whatever they need to do to make their book flow. I even had somebody say to me once, well, isn't that what the editor's for? Yeah. To make it flow? Uh and I'm like, uh, no, that's not quite what the editor is for. Yes, they will give you feedback, but it's really up to you to get your book to a place where you're comfortable. This is your book. It represents you. And we can't change your thoughts. We don't know how you feel about it. We really need you to be an active participant in helping getting it done. And you were that. You were a very active participant. Which <laughs> Maybe overactive? Say, no. No. <laughs> No, but it it made the process and the book quality that much better. It really did. Okay. Okay, good. Thank you for saying that. (laughs) Um, 
So what do you think, how do people, I know this is a question that we've gotten before and I'm sure you've gotten it before. How do you think people overcome either writer's block or just the ability to write consistently? You know, like I said, it took me 18 months. If I had, you know, that could have easily turned into, and I've talked to lots of people who've started books and maybe have been kind of noodling with them for five, 10 years, sometimes more than that, sometimes a couple decades, which I totally get. I have projects like that too, that I'm, you know, that never really kind of come to the end point. So what do you think helps authors in kind of getting to the end point, either overcoming writer's block or just the consistency it needs to actually get it done? I think that when writers prepare to write a book, they have to, something you said, you have to develop a schedule. And you said, you know, oh, I'm sitting there. I don't feel like writing, but you kind of push through. And like anything else in our lives, it becomes habit forming, you know? So you get to the point that if you don't write, then it's like, huh, I'm missing something. So definitely developing a schedule. The other thing is I would really encourage writers to put a notepad, a recorder of some type beside your bed, because for some reason, before you go to sleep, things are swirling around. When you wake up in the morning, things are going around in your head. So oftentimes those things are parts of your book that you really need to include. And if you don't capture them, you'll forget. If you capture them, then it motivates you to get up and go back to that recorder and get back to writing. The other thing that many people have told me that they found helpful is to communicate with a family member, friends, your neighbors, let people know I'm writing a book. Because when you say that, they're going to be like, where's your book? How's your book coming? (laughs) And you're going, okay, I'm writing the book. I'm writing the book. (laughs) Uh And uh, so it makes a big, big difference communicating and just being open. And above all, just remember, don't cheat yourself. And I tell people this, this is something you're doing for you. You are the author. You are the subject matter expert on whatever you're writing about. I don't care if it's a children's book. This says, I know what I'm talking about because I am passionate. I have done my little research. I've lived it, whatever the case may be. But this is all about you. So don't cheat yourself. You do things for everybody else. Stay focused. Stay on your schedule and do this for you. I could definitely see a schedule being helpful and just the consistency of it. I was, you know, one thing I was thinking that helped me too was, and I think we learned this, like, how do you have a person or a group of people in mind that you're writing for or you're writing to. And I remember thinking, you know what? I'm writing this book initially was like to Lauren, all my nieces and nephews, all the young people and, you know, my life and yours. Cause I was thinking, wow, I wish I had known how to create a work life. I love at a very young age that really might've, you know, helped me think about some things differently or do some things differently. And so that helped too, because I felt like, you know what? if no one ever buys this book, like if, if no one ever buys it, it never turns into anything. It would be like my offering of service to at least young people that I felt like I could say, Hey, when you get to a place where you're not sure if you love your work anymore, or you're not sure if you're working in a place that you consider your purpose, you know, here's everything I know. Like, I'm not saying it's everything, (laughs) but I'm at least going to give you everything I know to help you get from where you are to where you want to be. And I think that helped me too, because you know, then it gave it a reason for doing it. Even if, you know, that gave me a reason for doing it. That was meaningful to me. Um, even when I didn't feel like doing it. And Arlene, I'm going to say this. 
just about your book. And you know, I've read your book many times, but <laughs> but in saying that, your book is so impactful. I have I share it in every work environment I go into because people are struggling to love their jobs. And yeah. that's the truth. And I think that with the feedback from the book, then they can learn to embrace their jobs or embrace the necessity to make a change. Mm -hmm. And working federal government for 32 years, I can tell you there are a lot of people that go to work because it's work. They go to work to pay the bills. Mm -hmm. But when you can go to work and really embrace loving your job, it, it makes a big, big difference. And I wish we had published it years ago. Yeah. I I feel like that in a lot of ways. I'm like, I feel like this could really, because you're right. I've had so many conversations with people that just really hate what they're doing and yes, hate how they're showing up sometimes, even in what they're doing. And yeah, changing that can change your whole life. Like yes, it can change so much about your life. So yeah. I, yeah. And thank you for sharing it when you go places. I know you do. <laughs> I hear back and thank you for sharing it. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, um, what do you think is the big difference between, I know you're saying like the publishing process can't totally write your book, but it is important. And I think when I first started, I didn't really know the difference between the writing process and the publishing process or being a writer and a publisher. What do you think are some of the, like the biggest differences between those? Okay. Because of course, first, let me say you can be both. Okay. okay yeah. There are a lot of writers out there that publish their own material. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the biggest difference is I think the writer comes from a point of personal passion. The publisher comes from a point of making sure all of the professional boxes are checked off, the editing, the writing. Is this done professionally? How does it look? How's it going to look for you when you get ready to sell your book? If the writer is writing something and the sentence structure is not appropriate, the writer is passionate. This is great. This is what I want to put out there. But if the editor is reading it and they're thinking, mm, I know what you're saying, but maybe we could cut this sentence here. And maybe we could, you know, they, they do all of the mechanics to make sure that your book is where it needs to be. So you got two total opposite ends. Mm-hmm. One is the passion. One are mechanics. And you want your mechanics to add up with your passion. Otherwise, nobody's going to read the book. They'll read the first couple pages and it's like, uh-uh. Now, can somebody actually edit their own book? I say no. Mm-hmm. You can write your book. You can reread your book. But sometimes the way that we talk is how we write. And it really needs to be looked at by an editor who can then read it to see, is it clear? Is the message coming across? Um, sometimes my writers and my editors don't agree on the changes. Yeah, And so I remind them, this is the writer's book. (laughs) If they want 50 long sentences in there, we're going to keep 50 long sentences in there. Because really, I have one one gentleman who writes poetry. And we went and he writes it, handwrites it. Mm -hmm. So the typist went in and she did what she thought was the appropriate thing to do. Mm. And all the grammatical changes, we sent it back to him. He had a fit. This is not my book. I want it the way that I wrote it, blah, blah, mm. blah, blah. And we went right back and put all the little eyes instead of a capital I. And yeah. out, you know what I'm saying? And I told her, I said, he wants it the way that he wrote it. Mm-hmm. And I have an appreciation for that because there, there are people who can relate to any book out there, any book. If you write a book, 
somebody's waiting. I can assure you of that. So not having everybody's book the same Mm -hmm. is important. Mm -hmm. I I tell you, it just makes a big difference. So you definitely have two very different sides from writing and publishing. And you can decide now, how am I going to work this so that I get a finished product that I'm going to feel proud of? Yeah, Yeah. that makes sense. And I could see what you're saying about um, the punctuation or capitalizing words. When I think about poetry, you know, there is a lot of poetry. A couple of my favorite poems are lowercase or, and it's like in the artist's mind, that's communicating something um, right. that I could see in the mechanical side as an editor. It's like, that's confusing. <laughs> so right. I could see how there's two different perspectives on that. And um, I mean, I even, I remember when my book was edited and it came back and it was like, you use a ton of contractions you know, like I, I use just lots of contractions and <laughs> they said it made it seem more, you know, kind of colloquial or just, you know, too casual, even conversational uh-huh. rather than a book. And I thought, no, I like these contractions. <laughs> <laughs> I rejected most of them. Please don't tell my editor for this. I rejected most of them. But uh-huh. then when I sent it out to readers, it was distracting to them. Like I had two or three people say, gosh, all these contracts, they were like, this doesn't sound like you to me. Like, yes, you're, you know, familiar, but not this familiar. They're like, this is like, it's almost distracting. And so I was like, oh God, he was probably right. (laughs) So I went back and accepted a lot of those changes that he made initially, but Uh you can kind of get your feelings involved in some of the editing. So it's good to have a balance, like someone to counterpoint you. And then you were helpful in kind of helping to think through some of that too. And I knew the decision was always mine, but it it did help me structure some things differently than I would have for sure. Right. And readers, are, we are some funny people because even <laughs> today I got so tickled when um, you sent out, you sent me an email and you said today. And I'm like, <laughs> no, that's today. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, no, today, Rosetta, get it today. <laughs> I, know, I, all, I, I, I thought about it though. You I did. I was like, it, but I got it. <laughs> Right. The good editor in you was like, that is totally uh, incorrect. (laughs) We don't want to put this out, Arlie. (laughs) Dr. Green, we can't do this. That is funny. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I get that. I get that. (laughs) Yes. I could, they honestly, both sides were super helpful to me. And there were some things that people suggested I take out like a reader and editor that I was like, no, that's really important to me. I'm leaving it in. But there were several things they said I should change that just made it honestly easier for people to consume as a, right. you know, as the just easier, it wasn't as distracting to them and it was easier for them to read and follow along and consume, which was also really important to me. So it is a, I can see both sides, but they're both sides are super helpful to the process for sure. Oh, good. Yeah. Very good. So let me ask you this. I know you all in Conqueror Productions offer the right workshop. So tell us more about that workshop. If people want to learn more about, you know, how to kind of jump into this process and get a jump start. Tell, tell us more about that and where they're located and all that good stuff. Okay. Um, Let me say this. I love the Right Place Workshop. I love it. Why do I love it? Because it gives me an opportunity to be able to talk to people one-on-one in a group where everybody is thinking about writing a book. Mm -hmm. I have so many people say, you know, I was thinking about writing a book, but I don't know where to start. I was thinking about writing a book, but I don't think I can write well. The Right Place Workshop gives me an opportunity to dispel all the myths 
about writing a book. And it gives me an opportunity to motivate, mentor, and inspire people who really want to write. Because writing, you don't have to be an excellent writer. You have to have passion. You may, there are recorders now that you can use to get your books out. If you have a book in you, the Right Place Workshop is going to help you get that book from your head and your heart to publishing because you can do it. I believe anybody that wants to write a book can do it. Okay. Love that. Love that. And I mean, certainly that's helped me. You know, I'd gone to a workshop and that helped me kind of think, oh, I might actually be able to do this. It went from an idea. It actually wasn't even that strong of an idea, but it formed it into an idea of like, I might actually be able to do this. Um, where do you have them? Like, where are the workshops held? Often we have them where there is a, a request. Right now we have them in Milton, Florida. We're having one in Scottsdale, Arizona. And uh, we're looking to go to come to Dallas as well as go to Hampton, Virginia. Uh, the locations that I choose are where I have new writers because it's helpful to them. Then they can come in again and just get the reinforcement that they need to be able to continue to write. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing to me is there are so many people out here who want to write mm-hmm. and they are just fearful. So just helping in the workshop to dispel that fear and show them, hey, you can do this if this is what you really want to do for whatever reason you're writing. Some people want to do training manuals, journals, uh, calendars. It's just so many things, novels. It's just so many different types of books that they want to put out. If it's in your heart, let's get it out on that paper and call you author. You know, it's really important. And those workshops, because they are kind of small and personal, everybody gets really close because they're talking about what's passionate to them. Mm -hmm. And it really is like making a room full of new friends that will what? Help you stay motivated to write your book because now you're on a team. And you all are kind of looking out for each other. So it's almost like you kind of joined a little mini family. Hmm. I love yeah, it's that. It's really, I really that. nice. Yeah. And I too went to a workshop and um, the young lady, and I hope she doesn't mind me mentioning her name, Michelle Prince, she really motivated me to want to publish, to want to be able to do this because going to that workshop really motivated me to where I am today. So that's mm-hmm. what I hope to do. Mm-hmm. Motivate, mentor, and inspire. That's our goal for the workshop. I love that. And I'll just mention too, for those who don't know, Milton, Florida is close to Destin, Florida. So it's a really fun location. (laughs) I'll just say if you want to go and hang out by the beach and write and learn, that's a pretty primo location too. So yeah. Okay, good. Um, And I know they can, if they wanted to find out more, I'm guessing on your page, like if they might be watching it right now on your page, Conquer Productions, um, they could find out more from on your page or where would they find out more information? Yes, uh, they can find out more on our page. And we are in the process of building our website even to a better degree because I want to be able to provide more tools actually on the website. Hmm. Um, They can also call 904-860-5056 and we will gladly take their calls, answer any questions. And one of the things that I will say is Conquer Productions is not, going to try to take on everybody's book just because you call. If you call, you have questions, you want us to help you, even if it's help you find the right publisher, we're willing to do that. But just give us a call and we think we can meet your needs because Mm -hmm. we're really excited about getting your book out. Good. Awesome. 
All right. Well, last thing before we close, I want to do, I told you I was going to do something like this, like a lightning round. So this is, I'm going to ask you questions. This is just to help our audience get to know you better, um, learn a little bit about jobs and things people have done. So lightning round, meaning I'll ask a question and you answer it in lightning fast speed or so. <laughs> so let's go. First question. Have you ever had a job or business that you loved? And if so, what was it? I absolutely have a job or business that I love right now. I love publishing. And it just kind of, I guess God just brought me to it because I didn't even think about becoming a publisher. And now that I'm working every day in my business, I feel like I'm doing the exact same thing that I want to do. So Hmm. I, I love it. So what's the most unique job or a unique job that you've had? Probably the most unique job I've had is working inside a prison. I thought you would say that. I kind of was thinking that. There's an awful lot of writing material that comes out of the prison, (laughs) I can assure you. Yeah, Um, I thought you might say that. I just never envisioned that I would be there, and I ended up staying for 10 years Mm -hmm. and becoming a unit manager inside a prison of a drug unit. Mm -hmm. So I can tell you there are many, many, many unique and interesting things inside the prison. Yeah, and a unique opportunity to serve, too. That's a... That is. Oh, my goodness. And if everybody could see it that way, I think we could have a a greater impact on other people's lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Okay. What is one thing you do consistently to enjoy your life? I go to the beach. (laughs) I am a hopeless beach bum. My dream of retiring from federal service, I thought, you know, they always say, don't tell God what you're going to do because he'll show you what what he has you to do. But I thought every day I'd be at the beach, sitting down, writing, relaxing. I should have known that wasn't me anyway. I'm a little hyper, but I love the beach. So I go as often as I can. I probably have, oh God, hundreds, thousands of pictures of the ocean, of the water, of the sand. You know, it's just my thing. I love the beach. And you love that almost your whole life. You love yes, I'm a um. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Okay, last two questions. What's one thing you learned during the pandemic? Wow, I learned that it is extremely difficult for me, the social butterfly, to not be able to interact with other people. And I know that publishing during the pandemic saved me in a lot of ways because it gave me a reason to be able to reach out to others mm-hmm. without having to actually leave the house to do it. So, yes, I am definitely more of a social butterfly than I actually thought I was. <laughs> I told you that, actually. <laughs> I could have told Probably you. not surprising to some, but. Okay, last question. What's one word of wisdom or kind of piece of advice or final thought you'd leave with everyone today? Ephesians 2, verses 8 through 9, talk about the faith of a mustard seed. And I, it's so funny, I have sitting on my desk as we speak, but it's a little bitty bottle and it has faith on it and it's got a mustard seed inside. Sometimes I get beside myself and I want to, I can get discouraged or like, oh, wow, this isn't working out or maybe I need to do this. And I'm reminded, stay focused. Remember, just keep your faith and you don't have to worry. God's got the rest. And that's truly what I live by. I live by this so much. In fact, I work with women coming out of prison. um, And before I left that program, before I resigned, one of the things that I did do was provide each one of them a jar like this with a mustard seed in it to remind them God's got it. 
You just got to have faith and know that he's got you and everything else is going to be possible. Wow. Oh, that is adorable. That's adorable. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for joining. I think I just love what you're sharing. I love what you're doing, how you're serving the community in publishing and in lots of other ways. So I so appreciate, and of course, I appreciate your service to me in publishing this book and your patience with me and all those things um, as we got the book published. So thank you all friends for joining and we will see you next time. If you love this podcast, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. You're also invited to join my private email group where I share tips, resources, freebies, and ideas to help you love your job and grow your business. Click join the crew in the show notes.